like to thank the following producers for this show right now. We have the executive producers, Terry and Randy. Appreciate you guys very much. Breaking in to you live right now because we have an update on the Ohio four murders. There's a suspect in custody in the killings. We're going to go into that story right now. I uh, might wait for a few of you guys to tune in. Go ahead and do an intro here. You are watching or listening to Midnight Radio. I am the Chief Fruit Loop, your host, Jerry Adams. Today, we're going to get right into it. Breaking news right here. There's a suspect in custody. We're going to go over the information released to the press right now. There's going to be a press conference later at 1 o'clock, I believe. We're going to go into that. Uh, we'll try to watch it together here. I'll keep you posted. All right, let's get into the story first. Look at the chat room. Somebody's saying... The circus was here saying, I was hoping you'd do a breaking news show. Hey, if I can, I do. I've been waiting for this. Guarantee it's not hoodie guy. Yeah, they said the person is from Scranton, PA is what I've heard. I might be corrected later. Let me go ahead and read this news for you. Idaho murder is suspect in custody and killings of four university students. And the subheading is Moscow Police Department, FBI, and Idaho State Police have been working feverishly for weeks to solve the case. Uh, we speculated yesterday that they were cleaning the house or about to turn it over, that they knew who it was, that they have known who it was. They were just trying to get the information back, and that we'd probably all be shocked once we found out who it is. Let me play this report for you. Right now, this is from Fox News. There'll be a link in the description below. A Fox News alert, a law enforcement source confirming to Fox News that police have taken a suspect into custody in connection with the murders of four University of Idaho students. Now, we don't know why that person is in custody at this time. We are told the suspect is in his mid-20s and was taken into custody in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Now, he's already made a court appearance. He is reportedly a college student but does not attend the University of Idaho himself. Police say that all four students, the victims, were stabbed to death inside their campus home the early morning hours of Sunday, November 13th. Two other students in that home at the time survived and were uninjured. Police are scheduled to hold a news conference at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Hopefully more answers to come. That's all we got. Let me read what else there is here. Man was in his mid-20s. He was taken into custody by local police and the FBI at 3 a.m., in Scranton, PA. Okay, so he's not from Sprint, from Scranton, PA. I actually interviewed the world's oldest active practicing priest in Scranton, Pennsylvania a few years ago, Monsignor Renook. So I know the area. The suspect is a college student but does not attend the University of Idaho. He appeared in court this morning, but of course no information came to us until now. He appeared in court in connection to the slaying of Ethan Chapin, 20, Zanda, Kaylee, and Madison. 
press conference is scheduled for 1 p.m. to announce a major break in the news. Uh, they said, what, f- th- uh, 4 p.m.? Let's watch this again. 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. A Fox News alert, a law enforcement source confirming to Fox News that police have taken a suspect into custody in connection with the murders of four University of Iowa. There's somebody in the chat room, uh, Lisa. She's saying she's curious as if to if they've matched the DNA. Yes, um, my opinion is yes. They've had enough time to have the DNA back. Matter of fact, they hinted to that and, and other evidence back, so I'm assuming that I'm assuming that they've had time to get the DNA back. Of course, somebody named, I have some a comment, uh, Sword of the Spirit in the room is saying, arrest paperwork filed by Pennsylvania State Police in Monroe County Court, said Brian Christopher, 28. So we have a name now, and we're going to put his name out there. is being held for extradition in a criminal homicide investigation based on an active something, active warrant or investigation, I don't know. Yes, also a Dylan White and Brian Konenberg. I think that is how it's spelled. It's not a 20-year-old, somebody's saying. Well, Joe, Nano Joe's saying it's not a 20-year-old. All right, Joe, tell us what it is then. Come on now. We're all getting this information breaking live together. Tell us what you know. Now's the time for facts. Let's. Hey, so it's, it's kind of early in the morning for me, you guys. I'm kind of a late night type, midnight type dude. So I'm going to play this so we can figure out exactly what time the press conference is in my time. Idaho students. Now, we don't know why that person is in custody at this time. We are told the suspect is in his mid-20s and was taken into custody in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Now, he's right. already made a court appearance. He is reportedly a college source, confirming to Fox. Joe says 25-year-old. Okay. Somebody's saying Brian is 28. Is it 25 or 28? Are there two people arrested or one? news that police have taken a suspect into custody in connection with the murders of four University of Idaho students. Now, we don't know why. Okay, so 4 p.m. Eastern, okay. Okay, so uh, it is 3 p.m. my time. All right, so I guess I'll be live at 3 p.m. And we'll go over this together then. Okay, guys? Does that sound good? All right. So let's see what I got. The pick of the Brian guy looks like if the AI person generator. person is in custody at this time, we are told the suspect is it. Hey, somebody, somebody email me a pick of, of Brian. Could you guys do that? Midnightrad.io101 at gmail.com. Conflicted intel already. It's Okay. I don't mind if we get conflicted in intel. That's what we're here for, to sort it out. Uh, that's what, you know, I appreciate you, Nano Joe. Let's sort this out together. In his mid-20s and was taken into custody in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Now, he's already made a court appearance. He is reportedly a college student, but does not attend the University of Idaho himself. 
Police say that all four students, the victims, were stabbed to death inside their campus home the early morning hour. Okay, guys, I'm getting a lot of emails. You guys can hit me up. I'm about to open up the voice line, too. We'll talk about this a little bit, not too long, just however long we do, and then we'll all fade out of here, and we'll be back at at a press conference time. Somebody sent me this, said he posted this a few months ago. Let's see who he is. Is this from Brian? Oh, my gosh. Oh, man, this is breaking. Hello, this is from the supposed person that was arrested just now. Hello, my name is Brian, and I'm inviting you to participate in a research product that seeks to understand how emotions and psychological traits influence decision-making when you commit a crime. This was from seven months ago. My name is Brian, and I'm inviting you to participate in a research product that seeks to project that seeks to understand how emotions and psychological traits influence decision-making when you're committing a crime. In particular, this, this study seeks to understand the story behind your most recent criminal offense with an emphasis on your thoughts and feelings throughout your experience. Sounds like a thrill to me. In this event... In the event that your most recent offense was not one that led to a conviction, you may still participate. Additional surveys aren't included after the open-ended session as to the best understanding your unique traits. The study should take about 15 through 20 minutes to fully complete. I'll put a link to this below. And then somebody put, oh my God, this may be the guy. He went to school in Washington and PA for criminology, and he was arrested in the same county they announced today. They made an arrest. Someone put, I'm losing my boop. Somebody's like, it's him. This is right near me. This is insane. Guys, appreciate your emails. This is all coming from you guys, by the way. You guys let me know this was happening. I got more, I got more emails for you guys. You guys ready for this picture? You guys want to see what Brian looks like? Let me. Okay. This is Brian, guys. He does look a lot like the computer-generated image, doesn't he? Why? We don't know anything yet. We don't even know if this is the guy. I mean, we're going to assume it is until proven otherwise. They wouldn't have arrested somebody. What do we do know? I'm going to go back to the chat and look at what you guys are saying. What do we knew, do know? We know, actually, I can't. Hold on. Let me get this. All right. Let's go back to Brian here. Let's gaze upon him. Gaze upon you. He can be beside me. All right, so apparently this is good. This is a look at the guy. 
So what do we know about him? We know that he wasn't going to the University of Moscow, uh, University of Idaho there. So it appears like he was some, not, not necessarily was transient, but he was definitely there that weekend. Although that wouldn't be so hard to believe if he was any kind of football fan, right? And maybe he did have something to go. Yeah, you guys can check all of his social media for me, and you can send me screenshots of that. Particularly what we're looking for is the days before, during, and after. And we're seeing if he had, there were three arrests. But the, whatever information you guys have, let us know right now. We're all experiencing this together. Thank you, Delia Fitz. Yes, Delia Fitz sent the pick. Why would someone travel across the country to do this? Yeah, he was definitely arrested in connection with the murders. We don't know anything more than that. Other Anything other than that speculation. And Ted Bundy, he was a law student. And uh, he actually worked in a rape crisis center is one of the things he did. He's listed as a criminal justice student in Washington uh, State University in Pullman. It's a Twitter source. There were three arrests. you guys know any of the other arrests? Arrest? I don't know if this picture of him is one... You guys expected disheveled, you're saying, in the chat room. I don't know if this picture is an arrest picture of him. I don't think so. This looks like a driver's license picture or a student ID to me. So is the arresting of three other suspects valid? We don't know. I don't know right now. We're looking. We're actively searching this together. This is what we're actively doing. PhD student at Washington State University, criminal justice student. I'm checking my email to see if I have anything new from you guys to verify this guy. I feel like I need to change. Uh, hold on. Let me cut on me. I feel like I need to change the name of this right now. I can't. I want to put this guy's name out there. All right, so going back to the email, here's more on Brian right here. You guys ready for this? You guys are sent to me. Uh, I'm getting this from Echo right now. If I'm not mentioning your name, I'm sorry. I'm just uh, I'm caught up in this right now. We're all going through this together. I'm bringing this back up. All right, I'm trying to bring this up so we can all see it here. Don't worry, guys. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Arrested, awaiting extradition.
can go ahead and download this. Hold on. I got it as an image. I can get a clear picture of this for you guys. That's what happens when you, you have breaking news live. And I got more information after this also. Ah, that's a lot better. I'll bring it to you now. I'd like to thank a member of our community here, Echo, for this. All right. Brian Christopher Koberger. We got the arresting officer. The prison. Time of arrest. And extradition, that's what it says there. Let's see what else we have coming in. Very interesting. We got more images. We got voicemails coming in. I'm going to go ahead and open up the voicemails real soon, like in within minutes. So I got more pictures of this guy. Okay, so this to me, what is he wearing? This is important. Is this his arrest photo? And the reason why I ask is because of the vest he's wearing. It almost looks like a suicide vest. And you look at the logo down here in the corner. I think this is an arrest. L-O-G-I, that is a booking camera that they use at these facilities. Um, could one of you guys do me a favor? It'd be easier if you did it for me. If you could send me a, a pic of our, our AI pic of the AI guy, and we'll compare it to him side by side. That's pretty amazing. I'm telling you. Tell you what, man. All right, let's go to the second picture I have here. PhD student, Brian Koberger. I'm telling you, my name is Brian, and I'm inviting you to participate in a research product that seeks to understand how emotions and psychology traits influence decision-making when committing a violent, when committing a crime. This is something that he put on Reddit, by the way. I'm going to put links to everything you guys are sending me below the description of this. This is live breaking news for, news for those of you that are joining us. We just found out that they arrested a suspect in relation to the Moscow 4 murder in Idaho. They're not saying if he is the murderer or not. It's not looking good for Brian already, although we don't have any information as per usual, except that the arrest came as leaked by Fox News from a source inside the police department. I'm going to kick it to chat right now while I check the email again. You guys send me your information, send me your voicemails, and we'll go over it right now. I'm going to look back at the emails right now, and then we're going to turn on the voice line for you guys to give me a call. Actually, I need to set that up. 
Okay, uh, let's see. Main cam, I'm going to put... Okay, I got a bunch of photos of Brian in my inbox now. Oh, guys, I just got this, and this really means something. Let me show you. All right, this is the second sheet of his arresting paperwork. And uh, look at this. Order denying motion to set bail. So they're denying him bail, and they're ordering extradition. Now, denying bail is something they usually do in regard to uh, first-degree murder. That's automatic denial of bail. Uh, some states make it to where it's so high you can't do it. Some states do not altogether, and possibly it could just be because of the extradition. The filing date is the 30th, which is today. It's, uh, the news says that he was arrested at 3 a.m. So, there's again, there's going to be a link to all this in the notes in the description below, so you guys can check all this out for yourself. I want you guys to be able to do this. I don't know if there's a death penalty in uh, Idaho. Hi, this is from, I'm going to read some messages for chat. Why was he in Idaho? That's what Rivers of Grace said. This was a football game night, and there was two opposing two opposing teams there. This was a party night. We, there was a lot of things going on that night. Uh, one of the things was an axe throwing contest where people from all around went in there. There was another thing where, you know, they had the game going on. Maybe he was a f game. Maybe there. This was just. Maybe he was at that bar. Maybe there was some some kind of altercation in the bar, like Streetwise said. Perhaps it was just an opportunity that he took. If this is indeed the the man that put that post up on Reddit as a researching student, then he had murder on his mind. He was a, he was arrested in Scranton, Pennsylvania. That is where he was arrested at. All right. There's a lot of questions we don't know they're going to be answered. Hopefully we get more information than we than you guys received here from all of us pulling together. I want to I want I'll be disappointed if we don't get more information from the Moscow PD um, news con press conference they do. I'll be disappointed if we don't get more information there. Hopefully we will than what we pulled together and got, but I doubt it. But I I still want more information. I want to know I want to know more. I want to know how many. You guys are saying that three people were arrested. Uh, we're not getting any confirmation about anything, and we're not going to until until they have the press conference. I'm going to go ahead and open up the voicemail line. Hey Jerry, it's Liz. Liz from Ireland here. Um, I'm just literally watching the uh, update there. I think it's 8 p.m. Irish time, so I'll be tuning into that for sure. 
but had they arrested people, they would have to have some kind of blood DNA, wouldn't they? Handprints or anything like that wouldn't really... I'm just trying to think, would that suffice since there were so many people inside that house, you know what I mean? Unless the latent handprints from the victims, I suppose we'll find out more at 8 o'clock. Looking forward to it and love your show. Um, thanks a million. Bye. Thank you, Liz. Yes, this would definitely correlate with the time that they said that they were getting their DNA back and there are other bits of evidence from the lab, which all together, if they got everything back, it's a pretty quick time. I think they knew they knew who it was for a while. So I'm thinking they got prints and DNA, the whole thing. We'll find out. Perhaps today they'll tell us at the news conference. Jerry, hallelujah. Breaking news. Uh, the Mob Crew uh, podcast is saying that somebody's been arrested in con uh, connection to the Idaho murder. I don't know if this is, you know, snap bait or what do you call it, but check it out. The Mob Crew. Uh, I heard that too. Thank you. Hey, Jerry. Donald Girl here. I'm hoarse because I'm sick. Um, I just wanted to ask if, uh, if there's a I'll play that one later. That's relating to the show we did last night, and I got a lot more of those. Let me go ahead and open up the phone line. Actually, hold on a second. I need to do some. I got to get this phone line on. Hold on a second. I'll be right back. All right, I'm back, everybody. Let's have to get the phone line ready here. All right. All right, the phone lines are now open. We're ready to rock and roll. Waiting for your phone call so we can talk about this. I'm going to go look at more of our emails to see what we got. See, I got some more pictures of this guy I'm going to show you right now his name his first name is Brian 
right here. Brian Koberger. Uh, social media has been scraped. You guys are grabbing that up. Before it gets pulled down, we want a social media. We want to know what he did the day before, the day of, and the day after, especially. We want to know if he was going. Matter of fact, I need to look in the chat because you guys might already know. Uh, what Was he going to a game that day or what? Yeah, so he wrote, he wrote the Reddit thread uh, seven months ago. Can you pull up your AI? I asked you guys to send me a link. Did you guys send me a link to my AI? Um, I'll have to stop the show and go back and look. All right, let me go look. Let me go pull up that AI pick. We'll pull, I'll put the AI pick right beside this Brian pick if I can. All right, guys. All right, pulling it up now. Okay, um, we're going to compare his picture to the AI, and it's eerily similar. It almost makes me wonder uh, if there's anything else involved in that picture. All right, going down to the link, to the link, to the link, to the link. All right, All right here we go. Let me pull up a better picture, of course. What do I got? What do I got? Download. Wrong one. Oh, I need to download the picture of Coberger. Well, there's the AI picture right there. Phone number 325-261-0892 if you want to call in and tell me about this. Well, there's one without 13 letters in his name. Many serial killers do have 13. Note the military time on the post. That's an eerily similar comparison. I'm, let me go ahead and pull up the better. Midnight caller line. This is Jerry. What do you got? Hi, Jerry. This is, this is Echo Sherry. Hey, can Echo. You hear me? I can hear you fine. Hey. Okay, good. Um, I for a second I got confused. I thought you were from Washington State because their prefix is three five two, but yours is three two five. So, yeah, got that mixed up. Oh, my prefix Anyhow. has nothing to do with where I'm at, though. <laughs> As, it's okay. I'm not trying to find where you are either. But uh, anyways, uh, just, you know, segue to this. So um, I attended U of I. My son just graduated from University of Idaho uh, just a few years ago. And he's, he's sending me a lot of this information. Um, my mom's a sorority director at WSU. And that's nine miles from the University of Idaho. So the Vandals and the Cougars, WSU is the WSU Cougars are highly competitive. And I'm not saying that was any motivation at all, but it just makes sense that he didn't 
prey on his own, the own, the, you know, any sorority sisters in his own, um, academia world. Right. I mean, he, he went over to the competitors, I guess it would still, according to his Reddit, you know, he, he's looking for the psychological effects of murder, but, um, anyways, that would probably help him somehow. Um, I don't know, you know, that's maybe reading too much into it, but it's like nine miles. So he knew the corner club very well because WSU students go to the corner club. I mean, it's nine miles away as U of I students, the vandals go over to Pullman because those two cities are right on state line, Washington, Idaho border. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. So that's why he was there is because he's a PhD grad student and he's probably doing work. I mean, that's probably his assignment, you know, and it just, it's really weird. I don't, you know, I don't want to drone on and on. You know, I wanted to answer that question, but um, this is what I was talking to my son about. And just so you know, I'm getting more information from my son. He's more tech savvy. He's an accountant, so he's at work, but um he um, is sending me these text messages that I'll send on to you or whatever. But when I was talking to him, um, it reminded me of a um, story that I had heard. It wasn't a story. It was actually a crime. Well, it was a story, but it was true. It was a true crime story where this um, screenplay writer was um, interviewing people to be murdered. And he wrote this, this not be murdered, but, you know, he was interviewing people about how uh, the effects of, violence and things like that and then he wrote a screenplay well this screenplay writer actually committed a murder and turned it into a screenplay and so um i heard this about was that. a true crime did you yeah and i feel like this guy's kind of doing the same it was thing in, in a copycat it was in canada was it yeah it I was so. you're right yeah and i this, studied that one yeah that's did you yeah that's what it reminds me of is that you know, he like took it all the way for fame because these guys are grandiose, right? Like there's no way he just did this. Well, I, I wouldn't say no way, but probably in all probabilities, he didn't do this just to, um, you know, fulfill his, his, uh, project. I mean, he, he wanted some sort of fame out of it. He it made served himself some a other... part of the project. Yeah. But I feel like he copied the Canada deal because there's no way he didn't study that either. He's a criminology major, or I mean, was he's a graduate student doing criminology work, criminal on psychology and criminology. So, a professor of criminology. How creepy is that, right? That's very creepy. Yeah. Like I, I think so I then, think I emailed you this morning when we find. I think it was you. It might have been a comment in the chat. Yeah. And then the, we figure out when they they know who it is when they release who it is. We're all going to be shocked and stunned. Yes. And that I'm still me. in that state of shock. Well, and so he was a part, he also was in Pennsylvania. So he was going to school there too. So he's a super academic dude. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's just like high powered and I don't know if he's from Pennsylvania. We don't know. I mean, you know, he could have been a non-resident at WSU, but that put him there. And yeah, we are. I mean, it, it is shocking, but I'm sure more details will come, but you know, with the, with the sleuths, I mean, everyone on here too, the inside information. I mean, even my son, who's not a true crime sleuth, but he's younger than me. So he's more tech savvy. I'm in my fifties. He's in his thirties. Right. So he gets this information. So at ease and it's things that the police probably aren't going to even say when, when, you know, 
when they they make the announcement, they're probably not going to go into these details that Luce can get if they know where to look. So, I mean, just the fact that this Brian published an announcement looking for, you know, and, and I mean, how did they, how did the sleuth know to look his direction? I mean, did he, did he publish that to Reddit or did they post it on Reddit? That's, these are questions I still have to answer for myself. Did who post it to Reddit? uh, Brian. Did he post, does it look like, did he post what to Reddit? You're talking about the, the um, study he was doing seven months ago. Yes. Okay. Th- yes. It wasn't fake. That? that wasn't fake. That is, that was from seven months ago. Right. Yes, that was a legitimate post, mm-hmm. but he was the one who posted it to Reddit. Correct. It looks appears so. Yes. And not not only famous. not only that, but the context of it. Right. Nobody no, would have known. Seeking then. Right. Okay. So do you think? But. Go ahead. Now, I used to do studies in college, too, and I'm going to bring that up sometime. But uh, one of the things you have to do is you have to find an audience to do these studies with, you know, people that will answer the questions or not, you know. So Reddit would be a good place to do that. So when I'm thinking about him, I don't necessarily think that that post is because of his ego. Okay. I I understand. Mm -hmm. I get it. Well, and I wanted to say, too, that so I'm a criminal justice major and I went to University of Idaho Law School, but I dropped up a second year, the second semester, of the second year. I was a single mom, blah, 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 whatever. I still owe the university money, and that's why I haven't gone back. But in doing so, my senior project was on the Moscow Police Department. I did a historical overview. On, and I mean, it was it was a long senior project. And so I was going to bring that up in context with when we were kind of looking at the police, you know, uh, just. Some, but now I don't have to do that. We have a we have a suspect, so I'm happy. I don't have to defend or look at the police department anymore. <laughs> so it makes me happy. But that that was kind of my uh, vigilance during during the commenting last night on the thread. So I just I'm, wanted to make I'm that definitely glad it wasn't. I'm definitely glad it wasn't the police department. I know some people on here are former FBI and formerly worked for the police department, and some of the ladies on here, husbands, still work for the police department. And my oh home- wow, yeah. My whole point is not to place the blame on the police department, but to say that they're suspects too until proven otherwise. Absolutely. They're deviants from society. If you want to talk about deviation, right? I mean, you know, deviant behavior. Could you go into that? Because that's an interesting point you made. Could you describe that deviant? So deviants are not necessarily criminals. I mean, we don't like criminals, right? So we always attach it to the worst thing, but deviants, is just a deviation. It's a deviation from the norm. The norm is found anywhere you just find um, where the majority run or operate, right? So it's the median, or, or you know, maybe that's too technical. But anyhow, a deviation is something that deviates from the norm. So police, um, sometimes their personalities beforehand, but definitely after they become officers, are not normal with the norm. I mean, they carry weapons. They have a different way of operating. Um, and they can be compromised easily, just like um, any sort of officer who upholds the law. They're separate from the norm. So what happens is um, they have to go up like, oh, I don't know, when they want to let loose or drink or play, you know, they go up in the mountains, they play cards. I know a lot of police officers, I'm related to a lot of them, and, and judges, officers of the court, things like that, they're deviants as well because they deviate from the public. They can't just go into a public bar 
some of them do once in a while, but they can't just go in and, and, um, you know, function with the crowd, uh, without being highly compromised. I do know a, um, a prosecutor in a Soton County that's down by Clarkston by Lewiston, Idaho, who goes into the bars and, and he plays pool with the people that he's convicted. You know, it's like, wow, that's really a risk, but whatever. But for the most part, they're deviants. And so what happens is, um, Anytime one of these sorts of crimes comes up, that's a deviation from the norm because, you know, obviously murder, it takes a special kind of person, not special isn't good, but just different, right? So you still would want to look at police because police operate in such a way, like when um, the boss, I think that's his name, brought up the scope in the back of the police car. Well, they are allowed to use those, Um, but that's not the point. The point is, is that they are allowed to use they had been at the girls or at the sorority house numerous times. And so they had the opportunity and their deviance, meaning they can operate in such a way that the norm can't. And so they have special um, rules that apply to them. And they're also, they act in different ways than we do. So I hope I didn't go on too long. And I hope that kind of helped to explain it. They're deviants. Police are by virtue of the term i think it's interesting to think that the word deviant does doesn't necessarily mean criminal the thing that stuck right. to me about that night scope is this uh there he was there at the band the band field there's lots of lights in that area he's watching kids uh for possible alcohol violations and he has that it's like a thousand yard light scope right. so that would actually be and I've experienced military experience with night vision gear and I, you know, I'm kind of an expert on it. That night scope wouldn't have been effective there. Granted he did have it in the back seat, but it would have been very effective to look inside windows. So that creeped me out. Yes. And I, I think that's something that we're facing more and more. I mean, just over privacy issues on the internet, I think that our technologies advanced so much that, yeah, we wonder who is looking at us. The great thing is there's so many of us, we're probably not that special. But when you take the Moscow Police Department and they know the university reigns over these kids and the kids are scared, those kids are going to say, yes, yes, hand me the ticket. They're going to get their ticket established for the night. And the reason why is because they're, they're holding them hostage to it. Are the kids going to go fight for their constitutional rights that were violated? That there's no way that upon site or whatever, you know what I mean, whatever rules apply to your right to privacy, they're not going to go fight. Well, They're, they're going to leave it alone and pay the ticket. Maybe that's something that I should address because their rights weren't necessarily violated. They right. voluntarily gave them up. Right. Have you been but drinking? Yes, were. I've been drinking, officer. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. I mean, and, and, and that happens all the time just because of the – um, the, um, the power there, the power structure, there's just an, uh, there, there's no way, you know what I mean? That they're at a losing, a lose, lose situation. And it is just like a, I think it's, it's a just minor in possession. They, uh, yes. One time it's an infraction and then, then it starts ramping up. Disturbing the peace is a misdemeanor. Uh, there was a question that you had about, what was it? Is Idaho something Oh, death penalty. Yes, there is a death penalty is in death Idaho. Penalty. So there's a lot of people coming in right now. They're wondering who this man okay. is up here. So I want to go yes. over that. Um, okay. Well, it was nice talking to you. 
Thank you very much for calling. I appreciate it. Take care. Thanks. Okay, bye. I'd like to thank her for calling in. And before I take another phone call, I want to go over who this is. This is Brian Colberger. Am I pronouncing that correctly? These are from, he's arrested in Scranton, Pennsylvania. He's a graduate student for criminology. He doesn't, he didn't go to Idaho uh, University. Idaho, if I said Ohio, I'm sorry. I lived in Ohio for a long time. I'm in Idaho. It's okay. Idaho, Idaho. I mispronounce things sometimes. And uh, there was a news report. Let me go ahead and play that right now. And then we'll go back into it, and we'll take more of your phone calls here. He was not a police officer. He was a graduate student. But he was in town that night, apparently. We don't know anything other than he was uh, arrested in relation to the murders in Idaho. We know that his... He was not allowed to have bail, and he's being extradited, we assume, to Idaho. And uh, I'm going to to the breaking news story right now. Uh, as released by Fox News, we'll play it again. I'd like to thank Fox News for allowing me, graciously allowing me, and they do allow me, uh, and Banfield, they do allow me, and they don't have to, to play their footage. But they do because it's good for them. It's good for them. It's good for me. And we both agree on that. Ah, so here we go. Let me play this for y'all. You, you guys just coming in. This exp- this is a brief overview of who this guy is. All right now. After this commercial. Oh, we're not going to listen to that. A Fox News alert, a law enforcement source confirming to Fox News that police have taken a suspect into custody in connection with the murders of four University of Idaho students. Now, we don't know why that person is in custody at this time. We are told the suspect is in his mid-20s and was taken into custody in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Now, he's already made a court appearance. He is reportedly a college student but does not attend the University of Idaho himself. Police say that all four students, the victims, were stabbed to death inside their campus home the early morning hours of Sunday, November 13th. Two other students in that home at the time survived and were uninjured. Police are scheduled to hold a news conference at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Hopefully more answers to come. We are planning on going over that news conference together here. Now, uh, for those of you that are wondering what you saw earlier I was showing you the photos right here of of these two pictures together this is the AI uh, picture from Bart Juan and he just asked the AI uh, show me a picture of the Idaho 4 murderer and it came up with this oh somebody says in the chat so not the professor huh someone's in a lot of trouble not the professor yet Reading from the chat here. Okay, so here's a question I have for you guys. Um, Somebody told me, and the name Emily came up, and I don't know who that is exactly, but they said that Emily was the one 
she had an issue with the girls. She had an issue with Kaylee, and she was the one that kept calling in noise complaints to the house there in Moscow. So I, I did want to bring that out. I don't know who Emily is. Uh, and somebody's wondering if this guy's connected to the other murders. Well, he was in Washington, wasn't he? Did the girls know him? We don't know yet. We're going to find out more at the news conference. I don't know what they're going to tell us since they always hold everything back. And uh, usually it's about six months for a trial. Hopefully we'll get more information about this guy. I'd encourage you guys to scrub this guy's social media, uh, take many screenshots while you can. And we'll watch him here. We'll go over him here. We'll figure out what we can before it even goes to trial. I mean, out of the information that we have, we're not going to do anything to jeopardize the trial in any way, but I'm sure they have plenty of DNA. Is this one a slam dunk for the police? Can you guys believe the accuracy of just some random AI-generated picture? Someone just, all they did was ask. And if you put a beard on this guy and he looks down a little bit, we got something there. If you had this AI-generated picture and you had to choose the guy from a lineup, would you be able to do it? I think maybe I could. I wasn't expecting this AI picture to go anywhere, but it really looks like it did. What do you guys think about that? So I'm going to go back to my emails and see what you guys are sending me. The phone line is still open if someone wants to talk. Instead of doing a 5 o'clock show, we're, we're just going to go ahead and do the press conference after this. And uh, we'll talk more then. Oh, look at this. This was Brian's Reddit, guys, and it's been closed. So, I mean, I hope you guys got screenshots. Someone sent me the link in, to his Reddit, and boom, it's gone. That fast. It's a shame. All right, the phone line's still open if some of you guys want to talk about this. I want to know what you think about these pictures here, uh, this Bart one picture especially. I'll put a link to everything I have there. Everything I have right after this, after I get off here, I'm going to put it in the description below so you guys can check it. So you guys are going to have his arresting documents. You're going to have his picture. You're going to have the AI picture. Uh, that Bart Juan video. You're going to have the story from Fox News. And you're going to have the na his name. Uh, you're going to have all that good stuff. We're going to continue to follow this case. We're going to watch. We're going to watch the press conference together. If anybody could send me a link to the press conference, that would help. That would save me some time, and I'd appreciate that, guys. So some of the comments... Jerry, can you please explain where that picture came from? The descriptions again? Okay. I'm not sure what you're asking me. But if you're asking me about the Bart one video, it came. this is just a random guy who went to the a computer um, artificial intelligence picture generator and asked it to show him, him a picture of the Moscow murderer, the Moscow 4 murderer, and this is what they gave him. That's it. Um... So this man was arrested. They didn't release it, but it was released by the news media that somebody was 
arrested in connection to the Moscow Four at 3 a.m. So people were able to uh, ferret out that arresting documentation. They got it, and they got this gentleman's name. They looked it up, and they found out he's a criminology major. He's a graduate student, and they tracked tracked it to his Reddit, a Reddit post he made seven months ago where he was having people take surveys to know about the feeling they had when they committed a crime. So, yes, everything I'm showing you guys, I'm going to put in the description right after we close here in a few minutes. I have, I have enough time to take a couple more calls if you guys want to call in and tell me what you think about this. Miss Sherlock, she's saying from the chat room, I never thought it was the frat boys or friends. I immediately thought psychopath. I'm glad this guy's off the streets. I wonder about if this is his first crime. I feel strongly that it's not. A lot of you guys in the chat room are wondering, is this the guy that committed the knife murders in uh, Washington and Oregon? And I think that's a possibility, although they said there's no connection at this time. Who knows, maybe they'll confess. We got beautiful waterfall saying, I too thought it was a long a lone wolf and none of the dudes we were seeing in the video clips of the ex-wife. Isn't that something? All these people we've been looking at and nothing struck true except for the, the, the AI-generated photo. Isn't that something? Like I said, you never know. You never know. I thought that... I thought when they released the house yesterday for cleanup that... They knew who it was. I didn't know that they were going to arrest him several hours later. And I thought that also that they would have contacted Steve and Calvez and said, hey, we're releasing this. We don't want you to freak out. Just hold on. Or they told him, hey, we're about to arrest somebody. Either way, I don't know. I'm sure Steve knows this guy and knows his name right now. If we do, he does. That uh, Someone's saying that photo doesn't look like the busted nose man. What does that mean? What does that mean? you talking about this was a doctorate student conducting studies on criminal behavior i've always believed in the ghost of the machine i've been studying this computer generated ai and i'm going to continue to bring it up all the time and i'm telling you and, and uh you know what you guys can call if you want i'm gonna his his name midnight caller line this is jerry speaking Yes, I'm trying to find out did this guy was he at the bus at the food truck and does he have any affiliation with the students that got killed? Well, so far we don't know any of that. I don't believe he was at the food truck or that he had any affiliation with the students, but we don't really know right now. How did he target them? Don't know. Yeah, yeah. that's something that they need to find out. Did he target them or he was affiliated with one of them? Or uh, somebody they knew one? That's a good question. Why them? Was he just Yeah, in the I don't believe I don't believe he came all the way from wherever he lived. Uh he already knew they environment, they surrounded. He might have been a stalker that girl said she had. It's possible. Uh oh, Kate... I'm on live on TV on here, you know. <laughs> Those girls he had might have a, been a stalker. 
those girls had a lot of information out on social media about where they live. Maybe he was stalking them from that. But I know. Yeah, because you remember the girl said she had a stalker. Here's one thing I'm sure about. He knows about college. He's been going to college. And he would have known that on that night it would have been loud. There would have been a lot of things going on. And he would have had that camouflage going on. All right. Uh, thank you for your call. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, they was wild. But the thing about it is, it's something about that house. How did he choose them? That's what I'm saying. And left two people alive. We don't know. Hopefully we'll find out. I know yeah. the, where that it's house is. There's got to be a lot more to this story. That guy just did randomly do that. I mean, just go to them. Out of all the students in Somebody, it's something else to this story, I believe. There's Thank a lot you. more. There's a lot more to the story. Thank you for calling. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, story don't just end uh, this morning. No, they need to investigate because I, I wouldn't be surprised somebody else was affiliated with this murder. I don't either. Um, I think the story is just starting. But now, I hope I that's think. not the case. Uh, thank you for your call. Appreciate it. Thank you. I watch you every day. I appreciate it. I've heard from you a couple times on the voicemail. Thank you. You have a good night. Yeah, the story just starts here. So why did he target these individuals? We don't know at all. What, but what we do know is that that house was right there where it was easily, um, you could easily see it. So maybe there's something on that caught his eye. Maybe there was something in the corner club. For me, this man, from the profile we're getting of him so far, he seems occupied with murder more than he's occupied with any particular person. So if this is our murderer, I think he planned on murdering and didn't really exactly care who it was. So things we're looking at, we're looking for the murder. We're, I mean, we're looking for the motive. We're looking at how he did it. We're looking for the opportunity this is the beginning of the story. Those things will get filled out for us in the years coming up. Where we're going to have a Moscow PD police are going to do a, a press conference here in a little bit. We're going to go live and cover that. And um, let's see. Donna Serafina said something interesting recently. It was on her last post. She said that she felt like he was going to be arrested soon and that his mother, the murderer's mother, was in danger. And if he wasn't arrested soon, something might happen to her. There's a lot of you guys, and me too, we feel relief right now. We still want to know more. We're going to continue to cover this. Um, all the information, I'm going to give it to you guys uh, in the description below that we have so far. We're going to continue to cover this. If you guys have any more information, go ahead and email it to me. And we'll go over it after the Moscow PD press conference uh i'm not sure do you guys know it depends on what time zone you're in so uh, guys i'm gonna go ahead and get off here right now and i'll be back i'm gonna re-verify the time of the press conference i'll do a pre-stream uh, thumbnail about it so you guys can uh, make sure you guys are notified all right appreciate you guys very much we'll be back here in a few hours not very maybe about couple hours for me maybe an hour just for me so we'll be back until then guys all my best we'll be back soon we'll get together 
We're covering this together, figuring this out together. Appreciate you guys. We'll be back soon. <laughs>